Ah, uh, Bikini Bottom, the place where dwellers listen to podcasts, where we only have three people this time. Sad. No, not sad. Uh, three people is still better than none, so I hope everybody's doing alright. Hope everybody's having a safe, happy Thursday. A guy who really likes Spongebob here, and I'm joined by Nick Pettis and Marley Middleman once again. So what are we going to talk about today, Jonah? Um, hmm, let me think about it. Oh, uh, let l- 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 me let me think about that really hard. Oh, how about SpongeBob? Y'all like that? that? Sounds like a bad idea. Let's do it. Ah! Oh, Squidward! No need to be so negative all the time. Isn't that right, Patrick? Three cheers for SpongeBob! All right, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I, I can do a, I can do a pretty good impression of Mr. Krabs as well, honestly. Uh, you're wasting time, boy, and time is muddy. And you know, Mr. Krabs likes muddy. Don't be trying to steal me, Krabby Patty secret formula. Ah, oh, but when I do it, it hurts my throat. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 the only problem with the Mr. Krabs voice. It hurts my throat like a lot. Uh, so anyways, though, what are some of y'all's favorite episode of SpongeBob? Or like, what are some of all some of y'all's favorite episodes? Ooh, that is a good question. I have to say, my favorite episode would have to be the Hash Slinging Slasher, also known as the Graveyard Shift episode, because that was just. Over the top, because over the top crazy. Over the top crazy, because they literally got a horror story into an episode where kids could be frightened for years until they find out that the character is not in fact scary at all. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Nosferatu flicking on the lights and stuff. Yeah. Did the Hashlinging Slasher episode freak any of y'all out as a kid? Oh, yeah, for sure. Until they revealed the guy that was just looking for a job, not even trying to be scary. Wow. I was the hash slinging slasher for Halloween when I was a kid. Really? Oh, yeah. I dressed up in a black, like, like dress thing with a hood and carried around a spatula. And then I lost the spatula. My oh mom no! Yeah, but. that's not good. Wait, wasn't technically wasn't the hash thing? Sla- he wasn't actually wearing black. He was uh, just a guy in a purple it was shirt kind of carrying purple. a purple. Yeah, it was. yeah, but like Close. when they're showing him, like when he's like when he's in the, the shadows. Thing. Yeah, when yeah. he's in the shadows. Yeah. So you were the shadow version of him. Yes, I was. A, I was the scary version of him. <laughs> I see. Uh, but yeah, that was a pretty good episode, uh, which actually, I like to bring, do you guys remember the episode where Spongebob got the splinter? Oh, I did not like that episode because I've gotten many splinter in my day and that's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's actually because of that episode that I'm terrified of splinters. Yeah, because there's a scene where you actually see the splinter go deep within his thumb. Yeah, uh, but also it's, 
episodes like that that makes me wonder what happened to the continuity because in the hashtagging slasher episode he pulls his own arm off and it grows back instantaneously as opposed to the splinter where he's trying to take it out of his thumb if if if, if y'all if y'all OGs remember the early SpongeBob episode where he literally pulled his arm off and it grew back that wouldn't that scenario be the ideal solution yeah in some of the later episodes he literally takes his arm out and it grows back even in the later ones too yeah there's one in particular um i can't remember what it's called for the life of me oh yeah it came from blue lagoon really he he had taken his arms out because he got some of the goo bubble on him so that was something that he did to get all clean so I guess where you're going with that is there is no continuity. It's a kid show, Jonah. You're not supposed to pay attention to that kind of thing. Oh, I see. <laughs> it can be really off-putting because there have been like there have been some continuity. Like there's been some subtle like continuities that were made in SpongeBob. Like there was, I think it was in season ten where Squidward had to go to. I think he had to make this like delivery or something like that, where he actually went to rock bottom. Yeah, and then somehow came back without anything to get him back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly surprised that Squidward learned how to do the thing in the rock bottom so quickly. But it was funny because all the all the rock bottom citizens recognize SpongeBob. Apparently, he goes down there to party or something like that, and they they, they all knew him really well. Yeah, uh, which was uh, very 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 interesting. Um, another mm-hmm. yeah, another instance of lack of continuity that I've noticed was the episode where Mr. Krabs had to get his mattress back because apparently there was money under it or something like that. I think it was the lost mattress where even in yeah. all the episodes before, like even in all the episodes before it, he was seen sleeping on a hammock. So it was never really, actually, I take it back. Because uh, there was the one episode where he was talking about where the secret Krabby Patty formula is. And uh, Squidward says, it's, so at like, it's at home. Under your mattress. Uh, I guess maybe you got a mattress to hide the formula from Plankton. Curse you, Mr. Squidward! Curse you, Mr. Squidward! I'm sorry, headphone users. Beware. You might want to. We're a bunch of loud people. You might want to reduce the audio to, to whenever I do my Mr. Krabs impression. You might want to reduce the audio in post just to ensure that nobody's ears get absolutely blown out. Yeah, I gotta get that done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I'm not not like I'm not asking to like hurry up or anything, but like, what's the status of the one we did last or two weeks ago? Just out of curiosity. I haven't touched it yet because I've been working and doing school. So I'm going to be working on that in on Friday, tomorrow. Are you just going to write on a piece of paper the word the and then leave it there for three hours? Honestly, break time! <laughs> Break time, dude. That was another good episode. Procrastination. I love that episode. 
That episode actually used to it used to freak me out as a kid because uh, the nightmare that he had where he caught his, where he caught his house on fire. SpongeBob, why did you set me on fire? You, you know, I could do a pretty good impression of the clock that that literally broke in the dream. He goes, "Time's up, SpongeBob." Yeah, that, that episode honestly freaked me out a lot as a kid just for the dream that he had. Like, it was really, like, it was really like, off-putting and stuff. And then he catches his house on fire, and then his house talks to him. Only 997 words to go. Oh, and then his paper sets on fire. Paper sets on fire. Oh, my gosh. You know, something else. I love else, that yeah, that, that's one of the best episodes. And then when he comes to class the next day, and Mrs. Puff says that she canceled the essay. And literally, he rips the essay in half, and then he rips himself in half somehow. Well, he's able to pull his arm off and grow it back, so I, I, I guess. What, uh, what do you think he'd written on his essay that was good enough, that, that was bad enough to warrant him ripping it in half? I think he just ripped it in half because they, he didn't have to do it. But he literally said what he was writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the premise was 800 words on what not to do at a stoplight. And he was like listing all these things that you normally do uh, when you're at home or chilling and stuff. Like, don't do this at a stoplight. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it all the things that he had procrastinated doing? He wrote, Probably. He wrote. Yeah. Probably. Which, honestly, that's genius writing, in my opinion. Yes. Like, I mean, so if you're going to... a relatable episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what makes it so good, is how relatable it is. Another so one I really like... procrastinators out there. <laughs> Watch that episode. Which one? I said, the episode we're talking about, watch that one. Oh, procrastination? If you're a procrastinator. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that one hits the nail directly on the head for the procrastination aspect. Uh, another one I really like is Midlife Crustacean, where Mr. Krabs oh. feels like he's old, and so he tries to hang with SpongeBob and Patrick to feel young again. Uh, but he literally goes along with them on all of the adventures, and he finds out how lame they really are <laughs> compared to the stuff he used to do when he was really young. Until it's time for the that, that, that scene is where it finally makes that him tick. Scene. And then I love the scene that follows where he's in his when he when he's in his childhood bedroom after his mother grounds him for doing what he did in that scene. Yeah, you see all the you see all the stuff that he had growing up, and he definitely said he says, "Oh yeah, I definitely feel like a kid again." Yep. Anyone else want that race car bed in their room? <laughs> you already have a SpongeBob bed, so you don't even need it. I was joking when I said that the I other know. day. <laughs> I know. I'm going I off of it because continuity actually exists here. here. Um, was it though? <laughs> we literally went from asking questions in our last episode, which I have to work on, to mm-hmm. talking about SpongeBob. We have no continuity here. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but I was actually going to point out something else, and I've thought about this for years now. Uh, there's another bit, in the, it was at the beginning of the episode, where he was talking to Pearl about how 
Oh yeah, am I? You still think I'm cool, right? I'm old, but I'm cool. And Pearl says that that word "cool" is so outdated. The way we say it is coral. So you have to say you're really coral. And so Mr. Krabs goes, "Oh, am I coral or am I corral?" And Pearl goes, "Oh, it's gross when you say it." <laughs> That's honestly the most teenager thing a teenager can say. <laughs> I know. Dude, I never liked Pearl growing up. Me neither. I don't think there's anyone who did. You think? She? You think she literally just existed to be the worst character on the show for the first three seasons? Tied with Plankton. Oh. Uh, so you, can, <laughs> you can still have like a villainous character. It can still be like well-written and stuff. Pearl, I just thought, was like really annoying. I don't think she's like a bad character by any stretch of the imagination. I just found her like really irritating. I just wish they had given us more backstory on her before they introduced her. Mm. Fair enough. Like, how did Mr. Krabs meet her mother? (laughs) And how did she become a whale where he's a crab? And how would her and him have had her? (laughs) (laughs) If If she's that big. Well, maybe she started as like a baby whale and then grew into that. Wasn't the first episode we got in Appearance of Pearl the episode where she got the boots for her birthday? I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll look this up when I get home and tell you guys later. Uh, actually, I think so. there's no need to do that because, once again, I've got the first three seasons of SpongeBob on iTunes. I can literally just open up the app on my tablet here. SpongeBob, uh, uh, season one, Help Wanted, Bubble Stand, Rip Pants, Plankton, uh, Naughty Nautical Neighbors, Pizza Delivery, Mermaid Man and Butt. Pickles. Oh, yeah, it is. I thought so. And I think the second one that she was in was Culture Shock, which was an episode I didn't really care for because I thought it was really boring. Uh, but that is the episode that we got the classic Squidward dancing meme. Wasn't there one where she was in charge of the Krusty Krab or something yeah. like that? Uh, that was in the second season. them all salads. Oh, yeah, the salads. <laughs> Two salads. Uh, but yeah, there was an episode where she was in charge of the Krusty Krab. Uh, there was another episode where she was where she had to go to the prom, where she was trying Ooh. to one up the guys that say meat. Meat. <laughs> the anchovy. Why was everybody at that prom an anchovy? Why was she the only animal besides SpongeBob that wasn't? It would, it would be very, very strange to live in Bikini Bottom, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. I don't know how the two humans, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, do it. They can breathe <laughs> underwater. I know they could. I'm just saying, I don't know how they could stand being down there. It's weird. Yeah, no. Speaking of which, do you know how, how I put it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you know something that I actually just considered recently that I thought was a really nice touch for the show. How whenever Sandy goes outside, she was wearing that helmet, right? But whenever they go into her house, they're all wearing water helmets. Something that actually, in the 2015 movie, I think it was, there was one scene where SpongeBob had to take Plankton to Sandy's house for some reason. I don't remember what it was. Uh, but SpongeBob was wearing that water helmet that he always wears, and he was carrying Plankton around in a glass of water. <laughs> like right. one that you would drink, but it just had Plankton in it. I thought that was unironically the most adorable thing I've ever seen. I mean, how are they going to get a water helmet for Plankton? For Plankton. Literally two inches tall. Fair enough. 
So that's as close as they get. You know, speaking but of which, oh, do any of you guys ever remember the early episodes that Plankton was in? Because I remember I, there was something going on the uh, when they were recording it. They made Plankton, like, so small that you had to literally use a magnifying glass to see him. I think they realized that they... I think they realized that Plankton was way too small for the audience to see, so they had to scale him up a little bit. To the point where you actually you mediocre clarinet player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that scene, too. All these classics... That's the first episode we meet Plankton. It is the first episode we meet In Plankton. the episode with the same name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's funny how in that episode... <clears throat> As opposed to some of the other episodes, he's so small in that one that you need a microscope. And then they realized, oh yeah, the audience won't be able to see him, so they won't know when he's coming along. So they scaled him up a little bit. Which, you know, I was telling Marley before we started this that if you could, you could probably name any Spongebob reference, I'd be able to tell you what season it was. Uh, I've watched Spongebob a lot back in my day. Alright, alright. I'm not going to put that to the test, but I'll take your word for it. I was kind of hoping you would put that to the test, uh, but that's all right. Uh, I'm looking at images online, and here's Patrick as Dirty Dan. Or no, he's Pinhead Larry in this scene. Who are you calling Pinhead? Who are you calling Pinhead? I want to be Dirty Dan. No, I'm, I'm Dirty Dan. Oh, I say I'm Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> I'm Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> I could go on for this for hours. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me let me back away from my mic before I say what I'm about to say next. So that way the audio waves don't get out of control. Which one of y'all's the real Dirty Dan? I am. Punch. And then Patrick gets knocked in that hole and he goes, Hi, SpongeBob. And then Sandy knocks him out again. Did you win? <laughs> um, so, just out of curiosity, we talked about a lot of the classic SpongeBob. What are some of y'all's least favorite episodes of SpongeBob? I have to say anything from. Eight onward, because it started getting bad in the later seasons. So you think it's specifically? You think season eight specifically was when they started getting like terrible? I'd like, say terrible halfway terrible. about eight, mm. halfway through eight, it started getting bad. Interesting, because seasons and then just got worse. Because uh, there's an idea, they, they, my least favorite thing about Spongebob, but particularly like the modern Spongebob, is uh, a plot point that they started recycling over and over and over again was just the idea of torturing Squidward just for existing. Uh, there was that episode in season four titled Good Neighbors, I think it was, where uh, Patrick and Spongebob were just annoying him while he was trying to have his Sunday off. And then he has to do community service for on Sundays for the rest of his life. And then there's the one also in season four where he got trapped in the cement and Spongebob and Patrick kept torturing him then. Like, and he was like crying the whole time. You can see the tears like coming. 
through his eyes the entire time. A lot of people like to compare that episode to jellyfishing. But I think what sets jellyfishing apart from the episode where he gets trapped in the cement was that in jellyfishing, he was angry. Yeah, and his anger made it, like, hilarious because he was literally, like, so mad at them. And he was trying to get the jellyfish to chase him around. So he was acting, like, out of impulse for how angry he was at them. But in the episode where he gets trapped in the cement, he's sad. He's sad. He never asked for any of it to happen, where, as opposed to he's acting on anger in the earlier episodes. Yeah. And what's strange is when the episode he goes back in time and forward in time is that he creates the sport he hates so much. Dude, I thought that episode was... Uh, I mean, that's another one that freaked me out when I was a kid, but I think I think that's an awesome episode. Uh, I'm not saying I room. don't like it. I'm just saying it's weird that he would create the sport he hates. I know. It made for a good episode, though. Oh, I'm scrolling, yeah, I guess. I'm scrolling through Google Images. I see a thumbnail from WatchMojo.com where SpongeBob is being picked up from the... He's being picked up by the gorilla when the gorilla is about to rip him in half. How can a gorilla be underwater? Uh, funny you should ask. Uh, 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 George, they're onto a switch to plan B. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I think that was one of the funniest Patrick episodes, in my opinion. Uh, what do you Honestly, call it? Honestly, I thought it was the driest performance of Sandy, though. It was the driest performance of Sandy, honestly, where she was trying to... I, I, lo I love Patrick in that episode, though, because Sandy was trying to get him to, you know, come outside, because there's a lot of... There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens outside, and Patrick's just being dumb the whole time. I mean, that's the episode where you get the classic scene, the, the, that's not crazy talk. This is crazy talk. And then Sandy socks him. And then he talks about his other armpit and then giving the old guy, dude, that, that was one of the best Patrick episodes. It's a shame they oh had to God. ruin him in his season eight when he literally tried to kill Gary. And then when he ate Squidward's backstage pass at the Kelpie G concert. And what else did he do? Oh, yeah. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. One episode I wasn't a fan of his performance was um, when he becomes smart because he had his brain, re brain replaced. Goodness gracious. I can't talk, I swear. Uh, don't worry, we're doing our best here. So you... Yeah, because that one, he was a complete jerk until he had a turnaround. Mm. He missed SpongeBob. A lot of people like that episode, though, because it takes a character that's generally, like, really stupid and turns him smart as, like, kind of a role reversal sort of thing. And, like, that's why a lot of people... I actually like that episode a lot because... Patrick's smart voice was hilarious. Uh, he was like, he was like, knowledge is overrated. I prefer to be an idiot. That's one of the only things I remember him actually saying in that episode. Uh, but I just remember Patrick's smart voice being hilarious. I feel like that one, there's one in a later season. I can't remember which one, 
but he is smart again, but then he becomes dumb again. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been Oral Report, which is one of the more infamous Patrick being a jerk episodes. That's not the one I'm talking about, but that's one too. Mm. It's one of the later seasons. I can't remember for the life of me what the episode is called. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, I think some of my least favorite Spongebob, uh, the ones that I've seen at least, are Pet Sitter Pat, Demolition Doofus, uh, Giant Squidward, The Thing. Oh boy, what else is there? Pineapple Fever. Uh, which, actually, let's talk about Pineapple Fever for a minute, because that episode has something that House Fancy had as well. Do you remember House Fancy by chance? Any of y'all remember House Fancy? I vaguely remember that episode. That's the one where um, he's jealous as William and calls the House Fancy guy to come over to his house, and then yeah. just that whole mess happens. I'm not going to mention which scene it is, but I'm sure you know which scene it is. I mean, they literally... <laughs> gave Squidward toenails for the sake of that one scene. Like, that's the only time Squidward ever had toenails on the show was for that one scene. I mean, that scene was only 10 seconds long. And luckily, hang on a minute, my phone's being weird. Uh, Yeah, and when they smash his toe when they drop the couch, that was honestly the first time I ever saw him truly get injured and hurt. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was actually another there's actually another instance of this happening in the episode Pineapple Fever, where he's tweezing his eyebrows and the thunderstorm, as opposed to SpongeBob and Patrick uh, doing something in SpongeBob's house, uh, causes Squidward to do something really painful. I'm not gonna say what it is, because it's just as bad, if not worse, than the toenail scene a few episodes ago. Yeah, I actually saw this one video on YouTube titled uh, top three most painful SpongeBob moments. Uh, the first one was when SpongeBob gets the splinter. The second one was the pineapple fever scene uh, with Squidward tweezing his eyebrows, and the one where and the scene from House Fancy, which honestly I think the splinter was the worst of the three. But uh, honestly, I don't think so. You literally saw his toenail come out when he got the couch smashed on him, and SpongeBob kept pushing it up on him. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I personally wasn't very grossed out. Partly because I didn't know what it was when I first saw that episode. I was uh, in my... I was pretty young when I saw that episode for the first time and I didn't really know what it was. But now that I'm older, it like, still gives me chills. But I can sit through it without like wheezing or gagging or anything. Same with, same with the eyebrow scene from Pineapple Fever. But I can't watch the splinter. Like That's the only one that I couldn't sit, sit through. And I was actually watching a... Uh, mysterious mr enter video that came out a while ago where he talks about spongebob episodes the top 10 worst spongebob episodes uh there were episodes he'd already talked about in previous videos but the splinter was on there and i kept like blocking the screen because i was in anticipation that it would eventually show up yeah what's worse is when they put the garbage on it because come on that helps not i don't remember that scene where he puts the garbage on him no, no, no. When they have the splinter scene and it turns all purple. Oh, yeah. And such. Yeah, everything about that episode was just wrong and stuff. And then when Mr. Krabs removed the splinter, confetti popped out and then pus fell out. And I'm just getting chills just saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're making my splinter phobia worse by saying that. 
Uh, what's another episode? Have you seen Smooth Jazz of Bikini Bottom? Yeah, I believe so. Oh. Yeah, that's that was... so. I want to say that's the one where. Um, shoot, remind me. It was. I'm blanking. Uh, so it was the one where Squidward got a. He got a ticket to the Kelpie G concert. Oh, that's the one, yeah. And then Patrick eats it for no second. He eats it with no second thought, or even first thought, for that matter. And he's he he. There was a way to get them back. Like there was a way to get the tickets back, but you had to like go on the phone and get like an auction done or something like that. Uh, and SpongeBob won the auction, uh, so he took Squidward to the Kelpie G concert, and Squidward ended up getting a backstage pass for the Kelpie G concert. But Patrick shows up out of complete nowhere and then eats that as well. And then he goes on stage and makes an order for nachos because he thought it was a restaurant or something like that. And then the crowd let him surf, which is weird because he literally just ruined their concert. And then they go backstage. Yeah, like SpongeBob goes backstage to meet Kelpie G and he plays his ukulele for Kelpie G. And so he gets invited onto the stage to play his ukulele with Kelpie G while Squidward gets kicked out of the concert for being associated with Patrick. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, I know. It's it's extremely ironic, and it was a horrible episode. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. But nothing... When... um, There's one episode in particular that I thought was a bad Squidward performance, and a bad Plankton performance, was when Plankton actually followed Squidward around while he's playing his clarinet because he thinks that's how he can get the secret formula. I think I know which one you're talking about. Isn't that the one where... I've seen it before, but I don't really remember it all that well. I saw it when I was working at Burger King still, but I believe it was the one where... Uh, hang on a minute. I'm looking at the old video that Pie Guy Rules made. Uh, I don't know if you all have seen it before, but he reviewed every episode of SpongeBob. Also where I got the inspiration for my avatar that you see on the screen now. But he did a review on the episode and he said it was a bad one. And I think I've seen it too. And I remember it being pretty bad. He said that one of the ways to make it better was to make Squidward's clarinet playing like muffled. So that way you can see all the characters enduring the pain. And that way none of the audience is actually experiencing it. Oh, Sweet and Sour Squid, I think it is. Yeah, experiencing the... Because... Tor- um, Plankton f- appreciation for Squidward's music in an attempt to get the formula. So yeah, it's Sweet and Sour Squid, where I guess he was putting on earplugs or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, so he wouldn't hear it. Mm. Honestly, that's how the muffled thing that you were mentioning earlier would make sense. Is yeah. If it was playing loud for everyone else to hear, the characters in the show, not us... And it was muffled for plankton because of the headphones or mm-hmm. earphones. That would made a lot more sense if they had muffled it for that. Yeah. But no, it's loud for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do Sorry. remember that episode, and I think people liked that episode a lot, particularly because it was different from what we were experiencing. But I didn't really like it simply because of the loud and awful clarinet playing. 
and stuff, and apparently neither did this reviewer. Honestly, no one I know has liked this episode. Uh, which one? The Sweet and Sour Squid? The Sweet and Sour Squid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a, a good episode, though, was the Handsome Squidward episode. I don't honestly know how they thought the, the last one before the shoe fell on him would make him look handsome. That just honestly freaked me out. Really? That version freaked me out, but all the other ones were fine. I didn't really I see. get freaked out. But... Yeah, I, I saw it too many times. That was one of my sister's favorite episodes. And so I kind of saw it too many times. So it kind of grew old for a while. But I got to admit that the scene where he's dramatically stumbling across the Krusty Krab and there's that dramatic Italian music playing. That was a pretty funny scene. Even if I had seen it in excessive amounts of times as a kid. And then if the shoe falls on SpongeBob and squeaks. I like like at the very end when Mr. Krabs was, uh, Mr. Krabs was hitting him in the face with the door to try to make him beautiful again. Yeah, that trick only works once, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but let me see if there were any other episodes in the fifth season that I can think. Oh, the two hundred thousand patties under the sea, I think it was called, where two hundred thousand leagues under the sea, twenty thousand patties under the sea, where they were going. Where it was SpongeBob and Patrick going around. Uh, I think they were taking the Krusty Krab to the streets, where they were selling Krabby Patties to streetwalkers and stuff. So Plankton decides he wants to start selling chum to the streetwalkers as well with that gigantic fist that he had steering, like, yeah. going around. I don't remember what happened. I think they fell in a cliff and they almost got eaten up by some monster. And, I mean, Plankton was... That was the episode where Plankton goes to town on that entire family. Like, Why I, don't they put you in a box going down the river, Grandma? Honestly, a box ride down the river sounds like fun. Uh, but yeah, Not that was the... The box is made out of cardboard. Uh, I think the episode after that's pretty funny, too. The battle for... I think it was the Battle of Bikini Bottom, where they were having the dirty and clean fight. Uh, one of my favorite uh, scenes in the actual show was when Patrick goes to the wall and he goes, You are... And he writes the letters U and R. And he goes, How do you spell not my friend? I have to admit, that part was funny. That was the only funny part of that episode, in my opinion. You didn't like it? I wasn't really a fan of that one. But that's because I'm more of a historical buff. Mm. And that episode wasn't really all historical significance. Fair enough. I kind of liked it for how creative the way. I mean, it was a it's a, it was a SpongeBob and Patrick run around and fight each other episode, which is a classic formula that's worked in episodes like Naughty Nautical Neighbors, and I think there was another one before it. Oh, New Student Starfish, another one of my favorites. Uh, and the battle for Bikini Bottom, I think, was pretty good because they were coming up with like really clever ways to fight for which is better, dirty or clean. I, I thought I thought it was pretty good for what it was, especially when the formula was something that's been done multiple times. And New Student Starfish is the episode, I believe, where SpongeBob says, I am a good noodle. I'm a good noodle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my favorite. That's the right one. 
Yeah, my favorite joke in the episode is... Uh, seems like you'd really care a lot about a stupid star, considering you are one. Hey, I found something funnier than 24. Yeah, that too. Uh, what, what what's, what's funnier than 24? 25! <laughs> oh, that was, I think that was yeah. the Big Fat Media episode as well. Yeah. Yep. That's one of my favorites episodes. I could watch that one over and over again. Mm-hmm. And they only come back together because they're trying to save Larry the egg or whatever the uh, Roger's name was. Roger, thank you. Uh-huh. You can tell I'm not a touch with SpongeBob a bit. <laughs> yeah. That's that's fine. That that's why I'm here to help you catch up. I think my favorite episode is the Bubble Bowl. Oh the oh the Band Geeks episode. That one is spectacular. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like that one. I like how they take they ha- sorry, go on. I was just about to say I love how they did that sweet victory song. That was my favorite part. It was my favorite part. Then, of- sorry. I keep talking. And then Squidward had a socket to squilliam moment. Mm-hmm. I I think the reason to why that is a lot of people's favorite episode is because it took the it took the focus off of Squidward, or sorry, it took the focus off of SpongeBob and focused on Squidward, uh, who was uh, supposedly a supporting character, or it was supposed to be like an antagonistic character and stuff, and they gave him the focus, and SpongeBob was a supporting character. And Squidward was always the grouchy one, and to see him happy was... Which actually, the season 8 episode, Are You Happy Now, is my personal least favorite episode. That's the one where Squidward tries to kill himself. Uh, what actually, I think, would have made it 10 times better is if, instead of having Squidward tear up the paper mache Spongebobs, they actually, like, take him to the Krusty Krab and, you know, sing, sing him the Sweet Victory song again. And that would just take Squidward back down memory lane. And it would also be... The happiest memory. The, ha- the happiest memory, yeah. Uh, but it'd also be something really... It would probably strike a chord to the classic Spongebob watchers, like the classic Spongebob audience. Yeah, because... Go ahead. Because that was a lot of people's favorite episodes, and to see Squidward like clinically depressed in one episode, which made it bad in the first place, and then having him remind, and then having reminded him of a happy memory that was also a lot of people's favorite SpongeBob episode as well. I think would have made it a lot better instead of some forced cartoon happy ending thing type whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, Spongebob. honestly, that's not the first time they try to kill off Squidward, but they had an episode that was banned that actually had Squidward dead. At the end of it. Yikes. It's amazing what you, they... Sorry. I was about to say, you can look it up later. I'm not going to say more about it because I've already seen it. But you can check it out for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing how much they've been able to get away with torturing Squidward. Yet the yet the security scene from just one bite is completely... Is, is, was removed because it was seen as too violent. Yet you're allowed to have Squidward get his toenail and his eyebrow ripped off. And that's okay. Um, 
but definitely yes. And speaking of writing character off of the show, Demolition Doofus should have been Mrs. Puff's last appearance for how crazy she goes in that episode. Yeah, but they continued to keep her on. Not surprising. I wonder if she ever got arrested again after. She probably did. She's been arrested several times in the series. It became a running gag. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's definitely yeah spongebob was pretty good and it looks like it's getting back on track today season 11 i heard was really really good there was an episode where they helped bubble bass move out of his mom's basement that one wasn't all that great uh, uh, but there was also i think there was another episode in season 12 where it was the birthday bash episode where all the actors were working at the place and you get to see Tom i Kennedy. actually haven't seen that one i haven't either and I'd actually like to see it. Yeah, you have Tom Kenny running the grill and stuff. He doesn't do the laugh, though, which isn't surprising because he does a thing with his hand on his throat. Right. I'm not sure how he was able to do that. Uh, but anyways, uh, that might be a good note to wrap up on because it said that you had to go. Yeah, SpongeBob has definitely had a crazy hit. It's definitely been a roller coaster of a show. It started up at the bottom like every show does, and then it climbed up to the top significantly then fell back down, and now it's coming back up. So who knows what's going to happen. Anyways, though, thank you all so much for watching and listening, and we'll see you in two more weeks. See you guys next time. Peace.